Westplex 107.1, Cake by the Ocean. Doesn't it get wet? It gets a little soggy, I'm not going to lie. Okay, okay. That's all I wanted to know. Uh, good morning. It's BS in the morning. Hold on a minute. I have to adjust something. Don't go away. Is it me? Yes, you were, uh, you were, you were, you were, uh, it was, it too was, too hot your, to handle. It was your fault again, as usual. <laughs> uh, it is BS in the morning. I am S, she is B, and our website is BS in the morning dot show, not dot com. That's those posers from, uh, from, uh, um, um, you know, Las Vegas. Vegas. We're the real deal. If you really want BS, <laughs> this is where you get it right this here. This is your station, baby. <laughs> this is this is unadulterated BS in the morning, right here, right now. You got it. Well, the weather wizards of Weldon Springs. I've been watching the temperature very closely for the last couple of days, and their forecasts have been, shall we say, somewhat errant, in the respect that. If you remember, on Sunday, that was supposed to be like 40, and it never got that high. Yesterday, they said it was supposed to be like 50, never got that high. Today, they're saying 57. So, or no, excuse me, they're saying 50 today, 57 tomorrow. What do you think? You think they're going to do it? You think they're going to make it? Uh, I know there's a flood warning. (laughs) Flood warning. Uh, Even Alexa says there's a flood warning. This is crazy stuff, you know? I mean, it's just to the point where, uh, you know, the weather is interesting. Uh, normally, uh, this time like of the life, year... It, what's that? It's like life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Holy <laughs> cow. There's all sorts of stuff in the news to talk about. Uh, oh. Man. And uh, we will go through the morning, and uh, Shelly and I will discuss the stuff. Uh, some bizarre... Pertinent stuff for everyday life. Well, some really, really. some really weird... <laughs> no, some really weird things. I mean, stuff that, you know, so, something that happened to me yesterday that's happened to me several times, which is sort of weird. Um, you know, it, once again, I would uh, love to know the backstory of this particular woman, who we'll talk about next hour. Um, also... Bank robbery in uh, New York, which has got an interesting twist to it. Let me put it. Let me rephrase that. Bank robberies in New York, which have an interesting twist. Uh, the baseball thing. You know what's going on with like baseball? What happened yesterday? The explosion that happened yesterday with baseball? No. Oh my God! The guys from Houston got fired, and uh, essentially they were cheating. And we even talked about this earlier. Cheaters never prosper. We, Shame on them. We talked about this last year, and we'll go more in depth in that. And the one guy is an ex-Cardinal, not an ex-Cardinal player, but used to work for the Cardinals, and he got you know the the uh, commissioner dropped a, a huge fine on Houston, and I mean it's it's pretty interesting. Anyway, all this stuff we'll talk about this morning, and then of course Shelly will come in and and Shelly will amaze us. The big thing last night was was uh, you know the uh, uh, national playoffs uh, for the uh, college, and uh, Shelly, believe it or not, Shelly, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but she is a sports expert. And uh, she was actually on the broadcast last night, on the national broadcast, and uh, she she gave this incredible bit of wisdom when they were asking her about a particular uh, situation that uh, either of the teams could face. Her advice was, draw back two and punt. That's what she said. So she is like the expert on things like that. Thank you so much for capturing that moment. <laughs> do you have like, I mean, seriously, do you have a... Uh, like a button or a screen that says stupid things that Shelly says, and you capture them and put them on there. So all you have to do is click, and boop, there they come. Shelly, the football expert. And what was that bit of wisdom again that she gave last night on the national broadcast? Draw back two and punt. Yes, draw back two and punt. Yes, that's... uh... (laughs) 
Okay, bright me, bite me, Brad. Bright me bad. The national so broadcast. early in the morning, and you're already on my case. And, That's lovely. No, no, no. And what's interesting this morning is the national press has gone crazy because, I mean, I've read a couple stories this morning. Shelly Barr reinvents football, and people are going like, we never thought of that. Drawback to and punt. You know, and now everybody's like, oh, man, wait till football season comes around next year. The game's going to be totally different because of Shelly. I know that that's not what the, the what the saying is. I know there's a real saying like that, but I just didn't get it correct. No, you got it exactly correct. No, you, I didn't, you and could, you know I did. So you stop couldn't it. have gotten any more correct than what you said. I mean, talking about you know being able to nail it. Okay, so that's all uh-huh. ahead. Keep on, it up, Hildebrand. Wait till I see you the next time on BS in the morning. <laughs> it's all yet to come. Uh, any any parting comments before we uh, go back into music for a couple songs here? Uh-huh. You would want me to say them on air. Okay. Look, it's 613. 107.1, Girls Like You. First off, there are no girls like Shelly. She is absolutely positively unique. I don't know. Thank you. Does that mean I'm a unicorn? <laughs> you don't want to be a unicorn, trust Yes, me. I do. There is nothing like a unicorn. Uh, if I'll tell you off air, according to the hot crazy matrix, the unicorn is the best. Well, I'll also tell tell you off air what 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 the other definition of a unicorn is, but that's that's neither here nor there. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's two definitions of that. Um, you know, and once again, those guys that did the hot crazy that that guy's an attorney, the hot crazy ma- crazy matrix. That, that is so hilarious. Yeah, and it's but, true. But the funny part of that, it well, not maybe the funny part is, is that now, I mean, he says stuff in there that I'm thinking about, like, okay, and the you know the woke area that we're in right now, can you say that kind of stuff anymore? Don't you find it fascinating that here we are, a country that prides itself on freedom of speech, and yet there's getting to be less and less freedom of speech every more every day. You know, the view. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, you can't say that. You know. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff is being taken for granted and taken way too far. I agree. It's just going, uh, you know, uh, you know, over the top. Okay, yesterday, and I want to get Shelley's reaction to this. Okay. I find it fascinating that we have a press release that comes out, which I received, and there's a official spokesperson for the marijuana dispensary in Collinsville, Illinois. Okay? That doesn't surprise me. Okay. And the reason they issued a press release yesterday... They uh, ran out of pot. Yes, they ran. Well, but they ran out of pot for recreational use. If you yes. are have your medical marijuana card in Illinois... Uh, just in Illinois. You can't do it in Missouri. Uh, but right. if you had your medical marijuana card for Illinois, you could get it. And so I hear this lady being interviewed in a couple different radio stations. And she listening w- to Kiz Bop? No, no, no. And oh, one, okay. And You're being serious. No, yeah. Once again, I'm scratching my head thinking, okay, now hold on a minute. Why do we have this situation where, where you know, you can probably talk to you know several people and say... Hey, I need some pot and I need it now. Who do I call? Where do I go? And pe- oh, you need to talk to blah blah blah. Here's his number. Just text him. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. the idea being is, if you're going to legalize this, it's sort of like it, it would sort of be like saying, "Hey, we're going to sell beer, but we're only going to have one location in the entire St. Louis area that's going to be able to sell beer." I mean, and it's to the point where it's like, okay. 
don't you think that people are going to like line up the night before the place opens if that's the only place you can buy beer? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, from in St. Louis, from what I understand, they had over 600 applicants and they only granted 60. Well, but see, I don't, I, and I don't understand the whole thing because if it's oh, for the whole state of Missouri. Well, no, I get what you're saying, but the point I'm trying to make is if it's medical marijuana, sell it at CVS, sell it at Walgreens, right? Medicine shop, you know, hey, you got your you got your medical marijuana card, come on in CVS, we got what you need, you know? And and if it's, you know, if it's medical and if it's recreational, you know, to the point where it's like, okay, you know, maybe open more than one place. And and I, I I I'll never I just don't get it I don't I don't understand the whole thing I mean and to the point where there's all sorts of crazy things about it if you own one of these places you can't put the money in the bank because the bank won't take the money you can't open a, in a bank account because federally it's illegal we can't advertise them because well we can but we run the risk of having our licenses taken away from the FCC because we are essentially promoting a. A uh, federally uh, reg- yes, against the, the law product. Right. The sale of a federally regulated product, which is not approved for sale to the general public. You know, it's one of those kind of things, you know, but I, I don't know. And, and the crazy thing about it is there are people that if you said, hey, there's this great restaurant in Collinsville. Or, there's this wonderful place in Edwardsville. Oh, I'm, I'm not going across the river. Uh, I'm not going over there. I'm not uh, I'm not going to Illinois. But if you said, hey, there's a there's a marijuana place in Collinsville. Hey, I'm on the way. You know what I mean? It's to the point where, you know. So do you think that if you have your medical marijuana card, that there's a reciprocity agreement between the two states? Uh, you know, that's a very good question, and I don't know the answer to that. And I think the, the answer... Did you record that? <laughs> yeah, the, the, I just want to know. Did you record that? <laughs> that, you know, that? That I said that that was a stupid question? Yeah, I did record no, that. No, that's not what you said. You said, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. I'm like, hmm. Well, but I, I think it's all in flux. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all this crazy stuff. You know, it's like it, we well, talked. Well, the ab- government in Missouri, the state government in Missouri, made six million dollars. Ah, that. And, but, but see, once again, there's an article in the Post Dispatch that 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 you know, that if you read it, all the people that got these things in the state of Missouri, they're all buddies with like you know, mayor or with uh, you know, Governor Parson, and and the, and the one guy, the one guy that that was. Uh, 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 you know, was involved in this, who was like a big time, was this John Rallo guy, who was the guy who was going to jail because of all the crazy things he did with St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger. It's like, okay, here we go, the usual suspects. You know, it's all the politicians. You know, they're, they're, they tell us how to live our lives, but yet they're the ones who are, you know, breaking the rules and making the money and, you know, doing all the things that the rest of us can't do. I don't know. I just, it, it just, I think the whole thing is just sort of screwy. And I, I guess, especially with the medical marijuana thing, because, you know, think about it for a minute if if bear you know which is now here in st louis the old monsanto which is a you know drug company or johnson and johnson came out with some new plant that they could plant you know let's say they came out with some kind of a hybrid of corn and it you know it gave you the same effect as marijuana and i mean you don't think they'd be able to sell it like at cvs and walgreens oh sure they would but why why is the marijuana thing different i don't understand that i just because don't... it's illegal federally 
Yeah, but I don't I don't get the whole thing. You know, I mean, we went through this prohibition thing with alcohol back, you know, almost, you know, over, you know, close to 100 years ago. Uh, that was the roaring 20s. This is the soaring Yeah, that's 20s. that's Shelley's little thing. Hey, let's call this the soaring 20s. And I'm going like, oh, it sounds like grade school. Hi, I'm your teacher, Mrs. Barr. Oh, it does not. Welcome, it says, welcome. this is going to be your year. And you, let's soar together and because together we're amazing. I'm, that's what it says. I'm Mrs. Barr, and I'm your first grade teacher, and all of us together, we are... Do you are, remember your first grade teacher? We are Mrs. Barr's birdies, and we're going to soar this year, because we are the Barr Soars. That didn't the come out bar right, The Barr Soars? <laughs> Stop it. That's what you get when you stay at the bar too much. You get Barr Soars. And guess where you no, get them? No, you get Barr Flies. <laughs> but... Okay, my little play, my little happy place in Shelley World is completely different than what you portrayed. And my, but thanks. My, nice try. My first grade teacher was Mrs. Fellenstein. You know, it's funny. I don't remember my first grade teacher, but I remember my kindergarten teacher, Miss Beaver, and my well, second grade what, teacher, Miss Hearth. What, what was her name again? Miss Beaver. B E A V E R. Uh huh. Okay. She was. Do you know that in first grade, I knew all the president's names to Gerald Ford? Wow. And what Shelly... In a little song. What Shelly doesn't tell you is that she knew all the presidents through Gerald Ford all the way up to Donald Trump. And no, her, they didn't. And, no, and her teacher kept no, saying... it was a song that my teacher made. And her teacher kept saying... And she saying, all made us learn the presidents. Right. And her teacher kept saying, Shelly, Donald Trump will never be president. Are you kidding? Donald Trump's never going to be president. Donald Trump was like 15. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. We have to take a break. It's... <laughs> what was that teacher's Stop name it. again? He was young once. What, what was that teacher's name again? Miss Beaver. 629. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. We are BS. She is bread. I am Shelly. The website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, did you watch the big national championship football game last night, Shelly? What do you think, Brad? <laughs> uh, you couldn't. I mean, you were glued really? to the. You were glued to the screen, right? Was that what it was? You were glued to the screen. I'm sorry. You were glued to the screen. I was. I was sitting on the edge of my seat going, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. I do know the Packers won. <laughs> That's not the game I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a Packers fan because my best friend Lisa is a Packers fan. Oh, oh. <laughs> Never. They're going to the championships. The Packers Draw are. back two and punt. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. And so is Kansas City. Uh, anyway, um, Okay, we were going to talk about Shelly is a member of a very exclusive group. Certain people can't get in, uh, but <laughs> how was that? Was that okay? That was okay. Okay, certain people can't get in, but Shelly's in. And that means that she's a certain people. No, that means that she's not a certain people because certain people can't go get in. So she's in, so that means she's not a certain people. Uh, it's called Little Black Book, run by a wonderful lady by the name of Angel Magasano. And you had the what? The the brunch on Sunday that you didn't invite me we to? We had the, yes, it, it's called Little Black Book, Women in Business. Right. And you're right, uh, certain people can't get in, and those are usually people 
I won't say that, but those are men. Oh. It's, a, it's a female empowerment oh, group. Gosh. But we do have wingmen. So, you know, we can't do that. Just like men can't hey, hold, do hold. the things that they do without women. Time out a minute. We can't, as women, can't do the things without men. Time out, time so out. So we have wingmen that are part of our group. Well, here, here, hold on a minute. I resent being called a wingman. I'm a wing person. Anyway, so Sunday was the ladies who lunch. No, that's not right. Women, little black book, women in business, women of the year. And so they are, hold on. Um, they are represent, they are recognized women, you know, women in our, in our group are recognized for, and it's a, um, hold on. What is it? it? It's a, it's a contest, basically, and it, you get nominated, and then you get um, people vote. People in Little Black Book vote, and then they bring the high three, and then the Woman of the Year brunch is when the Woman of the Year is introduced. And and what Shelley's not going to tell you is she won an award. She won an award for the woman with the most sport knowledge. And, and when she took the award, people were in the audience going, Shelly, tell us some sports information. And she stepped up the microphone and said, draw back two and punt. Okay. So I did win an award. They're doing things a little bit different in little black book. They're, they're uh, awarding and um, taking a, taking note of the women in little black book that have really made a difference and um the woman of the year just so you know is justine robinson and uh she's the specialty leasing manager for mid rivers mall super nice lady yeah she really is she's just a dynamo that that woman is a dynamo yep and she she knows the right people to put on her electronic billboard out front. Exactly. <laughs> Do you all remember when we we had KSOQ and Westplex 1071 oh, yeah. on the electronic yeah, billboard at yeah. Mid Rivers? Yeah, somebody got mad. That was so amazing. Yeah, so yeah. Justine, I have to thank for that. And then um, so the new awards that they've got on Little Black Book. So Little Black Book is founded on five pillars: connect, promote, share, give, and become. And um, the pillar award for the woman that is all of those things, Alicia Kirkoff with uh, the Meadows of Lake St. Louis won the pillar award for I, all, having all five of them. There was a new award saying, you know, it's called the best of the best. And it's called, it's the first year for this. And it's called the Eichelberger Award because the first awardee is Kim Eichelberger. And she's with Eichelberger for photography. She's amazing. And then um, the Connect Award is Angie Harness with um, Harness Your Dreams, Keller Williams. And um, the Promote Award is for people someone that sits there and promotes LBB and their members and does it, does it, you know, from their heart. And that's the award that I won. Wow. What's the promote award? The promote award. Huh? The promote award. I like that. I know. Right. I, I did too. Yeah. And then, um, the share award is Mindy Pruitt with cottage care and the give award that gives everything, of themselves is Tracy Holbert and the become award is Michelle Hulsman. So 
we had a lot of people recognized and it was a lovely event it was over at tompkins by the rack house over on main street yep, one of our big advertisers uh-huh and <laughs> the whole thing was just lovely i mean it was it was top notch and really it was and i wasn't invited that's not well that is true because i didn't think you would come if i thought that you would have showed up i would have invited you okay i i you know what i'll remember that i'll remember that when something happens and shelly says well you didn't invite me well you know what we didn't think you would show up so we didn't invite you well the thing about that is brad is that i know i would show up yeah you would not show up How do you know that i show up for all sorts of stuff that's true when i make you but yeah I mean, you know, I was... And I, was, I would have made you, but then you wouldn't have enjoyed yourself. And anyway, blah, blah, blah. So okay. I'm sorry I didn't invite you. My feelings Because there were are, men there at this this event. Yeah, wing persons. Uh-huh. Wing persons were there, not wing men, because we can't say that anymore. It's wing persons. Oh, no, you can say wing men. They don't mind. Oh, no, they, no, no. That's, poli- that's that politically incorrect. are totally honored, honored to get that little pin. And I, I don't have one. You're not a wingman. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm just the outside dude on this whole situation, aren't I? I'm just like, like you know, like the, you know, the leper. You know, oh, he's a leper. Don't get near him, right? That's not true. Yeah. Stop it. And and you know what? What Shelley would say? What Shelley would say when I said I was a leper? Shelley would say, I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. It's time. Anyway, so I wanted to say thank you to Little Black Book, Angel Magasano, and her team for the honor and the privilege of being their first Promote Award. And um, my heart is full. So thank you. Thank you very much. And congratulations to you and all the other ladies. And LBB does a great job. I think that we they need do. a I think we need very a men's. Community- community oriented do you know that at this event with you know the burbash we talked we you know we we sponsored the well we promoted the burbash right yeah yeah and that's a fundraiser for toys for tots right and and cash for a local charity right and because of the burbash we donated i think over seven thousand toys and to Toys for Tots and was able to give a check to uh, We Love St. Charles, which is a local non-for-profit of $10,000. Impressive. Shelly, we're yes. way behind. we got to take a break. It is 647. Okay. Westplex 107.1, higher love. I can't believe she just said that. She wasn't supposed to say that. Uh, anyway, that is a Whitney Houston. God, what talent she had. And wow, so sad that she's gone. You know, I mean, I, I things that if there's one thing in this world that drives me crazy, it's that people that, you know, destroyed themselves, quite honestly. I mean, you know, and I, I yeah, don't mean yeah. to say that in a or bad let way. Other but, people destroy them. Well, you know, I mean you can't you can't say it's other people destroy you. You had a part to do with it. You know what I mean? You can resist if someone's trying to take you to the dark side, you can resist, you know, and sometimes <laughs> take it's, you to the dark no, side. No, seriously, that's what happened with her. Some people will say it was because of Bobby Brown, you know, the fact that yeah, he was I would say that not a good dude and uh, you know, introduced her to drugs and a different lifestyle and stuff like that. But you know, I I, I saw something the other day that there was a video of her 
I can't remember what it was. It was like a composite video of a bunch of different singers, and it just had little little snippets of different singers singing various songs. You know, like you know, you know, you know, like it was one of these things. Exceptional performances. You know, I see those on YouTube. All these compilation videos, and yeah. oh my gosh, I can't even remember what song she was singing, but she was on stage and was just like, "Holy cow!" And if that and, woman was. Oh yeah, I mean, incredibly by the angels. Oh, incredibly I'm not talented. Lying. I mean, just incredibly talented. And you know, yes. and and then her daughter, her daughter died almost sort of the same way. Ugh, weird. I, um, really? Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, it's 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 almost like we've talked about this. We had this on last week when we played uh, uh, Amy Winehouse Rehab, the Twenty Seven Club, and these yeah. people that are so incredibly talented. But matter of fact, I heard an interesting story. Maybe we'll talk about this next hour. Uh, everybody knows him. Most people know him as 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 Neil Pert, but his I think his the, the correct way to pronounce his name was Neil Peart. And um, he was the drummer for Rush. Now, I know there aren't many women who've gotten into Rush through the years because it's like very much of like almost like a headbanger kind of uh, heavy rock hey, group. Don't do not do not knock Rush. I'm not knocking. I'm just I'm stating a fact. It's not a woman's group. There are That's women. That's not true. Well, back in the day, Shelley, it was a woman's group. Shelly, trust me. What? I mean, there's there's a there's a running joke that they told about the fact that that uh, if there were more than ten uh, percent women in the audience at a Rush concert, that was a huge number of women. It was mainly guys. I've been to a Rush concert. Yeah, but well, <laughs> don't say one. Single word. Shelly, do you consider yourself to be normal? <laughs> you, you are by all okay, means no. <laughs> not not normal. So if you were at the Rush concert... I consider myself unique. You were probably one of the handful. You know how you catch a unique rabbit? How's that? Unique up on them. Uh-huh. It's just, it just like, for example, I mean, come on, there are, there are groups that are traditionally male or female oriented. Like, for example, I guess three or four years ago, maybe longer than that, five or six years ago, I don't know, I went to the Michael Bolton concert when it was in St. Louis. That's so. It was it was me and, and and I think it was me and three other guys there, and that was it, you know. And and I have to tell you, I was impressed. He's he's an incredible. I didn't even realize this. He plays guitar. I mean, he was really good. You know, I mean, and I'm not saying, you know, because, you know, because he got sort of the reputation of being, you know, like, hey, sing all these love songs. It's Michael Bolton, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Women going to a Michael Bolton concert is like men going to a strip club. Well, it, you know, I mean, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I really did. He did a nice job and was very, you know, the ultimate consummate performer. Uh, just did a wonderful performance. Uh, you know, singing was great. He played piano. He played guitar. It was all good, you know. And it was me and about 2,000 women and two other guys who looked like they got drunk did, there. Did he still have his um, mullet? Uh, no, he just had sort of like long hair, you know, I'm trying to think, I don't know if he did. I think he was, I think he had sort of like a, almost like a business kind of haircut. I don't really remember that much as what his hair looked like, but, um, you know, you know, the interesting thing was, you know what he used to do, which was, I don't think they do it anymore, but he was on tour. He had, he was a really, really, really good softball player. And when they would go on tour, they would, uh, they would make arrangements to have charity, a charity softball games. Uh, on the day of his concert. So they'd roll in the town uh, and they'd usually come in like, you know, that that morning and then they would have like a charity um, softball concert in the afternoon. And he had all these guys on his staff who are really good softball players and he was really good as well too. And they would just cream everybody they played. 
you know, but yet then they'd give them money to charity. They'd, they'd win almost every time they'd win because they were like ringers. I think he had guys on his on his staff that were just, they were like professional softball players and he hired them. Okay, you know, you're going to pretend to be a roadie, but you're really a professional softball player. And uh, they, they raised lots of money that way. And it was a deal where they always, you know, the, the it was usually, it was typically a radio station or some kind of a civic group that they arranged with and they'd come into town and they'd do the softball games. If you go to YouTube and you type in Michael Bolton softball, you'll see all sorts of these videos of him playing softball. Isn't that interesting? Aren't you fascinated? That actually is very interesting and, and very adorable. Us. Well, I mean, you know, once again, I mean, he's a good guy. I mean, most guys, you know, you know, touring, they don't want to talk to the fans. They don't, you know, they don't want to have anything to do with the riffraff fans who buy their records and go to their concerts and make them multimillionaires. They just don't want anything to do with them. You know what I'm saying? See, I don't think that's the case. Mm, a lot of them it is. It's unfortunately that's the way it is. So just one of those things. Well, in their defense, fans are crazy. Cray cray, really? Really? Really cray cray. Hey. I am not lying. We're behind again. We gotta take a break. It's seven o'clock. Okay. Westplex one oh seven point one, new version of that song. You like that, Shelly? I actually do. That's Taylor. I, I, I think it's a lovely song. That's Taylor Swift and who's the guy in it now? I have no idea. Sean Mendez. Oh, yes, Sean. yes, they're doing the duet together. You know, when I, that song first came out and I heard it, oh, man, slow plotting song. Shelly's going to love this. It's going to be like, you know, like my my immortal. It's like it's like, you know, a beat every 30 seconds. You know, it's so slow, you know. Oh, excuse me. I felt Actually, sick. that's not a snoozy song. <laughs> What's not a snoozy song? The song that we just played. You don't think it's a snoozy song? Uh-uh. No? Okay. Whatever. So, anyway, that's Lover by, now, Taylor Swift and Shawn Mendes. Okay. 708. Good morning. I have, <laughs> I'm going to read this story, which almost sounds fake, but this is a real story. Okay? And you're not going to believe it. It's so, it's so bizarre and so weird that only in New York could it happen. The story is about Jared Woodbaker. Uh, Woodbury. Jared. G-E-R-O-D. Woodbury. Okay. Do you know why Jared Woodbury is in the news? I have no idea. He is, uh, some people would say, an example of what's wrong with New York's new bail law. We talked about this several weeks back, that as of January 1st in New York, uh, they've changed the rules for if you're arrested, there are only certain crimes they can keep you in jail for. All other crimes, you have to be released. Once they process you, you have to be released. And uh, there's no bail. Like in the old days, if you uh, spit on the sidewalk or whatever, and uh, they would say it was a $1,000 bail to get out of jail. If you couldn't make $1,000, you got stuck in jail. Well, now that's totally different. And essentially, the only time bail is allowed is for a serious felony, a class I don't know what they have in New York, but in other words, it has to be a violent felony. But yet, if it's a nonviolent a felony, you can't be held in jail for bail. They arrest you, they bring you in the jail, they book you, they you know mugshot you, they fingerprint you, and then they let you back out. Okay, Jared Woodbury has robbed five banks since January 1st <laughs> and even to the point where where I guess I, I shouldn't laugh because it's not funny but it is funny and he, they arrest him and he goes out and he released him and he goes out and robs another bank so they arrest him they bring him in and they book him and he goes out and robs another bank now how is he doing this because he's not using a gun 
He goes up to the bank teller with a What's note. Was he using harsh language? No, he goes him a note. Give me money. And they give him money, and he runs out of the bank. And they've got all sorts of pictures of him, the security cameras and the whole bit. And after this happened, about the fourth time, a reporter you know, followed the police after he was arrested, you know, they, and, and took him to jail. And, and the reporter was waiting for him as they were releasing him from uh, what they call One Police Plaza, which is one of the main police stations in New York. And the reporter interviewed him. And this guy said, are you ready for this? Quote. What? I can't believe they let me out. <laughs> he just robbed bank number four, and he's getting let out of jail. And then he goes on to say, uh, where was it? Uh, uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah, he says, he says, what were they thinking? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. This it's like the Groucho Marx comment. This is the guy who just robbed four banks, and each time they catch him, they process him and they turn him loose. And now what's happening is people are saying, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, and, and matter of fact, there are a lot of people, the New York Police Commissioner Dermot Shea, he said, this makes NYPD cops jobs harder and makes New Yorkers less safe. And get this, Woodbury's alleged spree began December 30th when he slipped a note demanding money to a teller at the Chase Bank on 9th Avenue and West 16th Street, taking off with more than $1,000. Uh, he struck next at a Chase Bank at Broadway and West 90th on January 3rd at about 3.30 p.m., again, handing a teller a note, but leaving empty-handed. Three days later, he struck in West Village, making off with more than $1,000, and on January 8th, he passed a note to an Upper West Side Bank teller and left empty-handed again. Patriot co uh, patrol cops caught up with him in Manhattan on Thursday after the NYPD sent a photo of him to thousands of NYPD smartphones. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, less than a day later, Woodbury took advantage of his unexpected freedom to rob a fifth bank in downtown Brooklyn. <laughs> in that heist, he allegedly passed the note to a teller at the Chase Bank on Flatbush Avenue and made off with more than $1,000. In surveillance footage uh, released by cops Saturday, the suspect is seen walking into the bank wearing jeans, a black puffy coat, and a baseball cap. Woodbury, a South Carolina native, has at least one previous arrest possession of marijuana from August 2007 in Brooklyn. Facebook page that appears to belong to Woodbury shows him playing online Texas Hold'em poker game multiple times. Woodbury's lawyer did not return a request for comment, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> since they changed the law, they can't. You know, when you think about that, bank robbery, don't you think that would be the kind of thing that even though he didn't use a gun, there was no violence, don't you think that would be the kind of thing that people should be held in jail for? Yeah, especially when he's a repeat offender. Yeah, well, he's robbed five Hello. banks, five banks in ten days. I mean, come on, you know. I I I heard this yesterday, and I thought to myself, this has got to be a joke. This can't be a real story. And sure enough, there it is, at the New York Post. You know, and they got interviewed the reporter. Imagine where he says, "Where's the quote?" We're gonna find that again. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I can't believe they let me out. Is that like the classic quote of the century or what? You know, here we are, you know, 14 days into the new into the new decade, and it's like the classic quote of the decade. What were they thinking? You know, <laughs> it's like it's like does he want? You know, maybe he wants to be in jail. Maybe he he, he there wants. There are some people that do. Well, you yeah. know that um, this is going back maybe last year or the year before. I was at Enact Wellness Solutions and I was um, doing my thing, and then. I was outside and I was talking to another person and I'm like, those were gunshots. And it was, it was down over by where Bass Pro is. Yeah. 
and three things were happening simultaneously, all unrelated. And the gunshots were a drug deal gone bad. The there was a man that was robbing a place in I don't remember which place it was, but it was in that that complex where Bass Pro is and Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, Gordman's. You know what I'm saying? Down oh, yeah, on Main yeah, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Street, right? Yes. And so evidently it was a man that had just gotten out of jail and he couldn't handle the outside world. So he went with a a, um, a play gun and held them at play gun point. Well, the only problem with that is that one of these days he's going to hold somebody at gunpoint with a play gun and somebody's going to pull out their not play gun and he's going to have some problems, if you know what I'm saying. Well, he wanted to go to jail. Well, he wanted to get he, back in the big he, house. He could have gone to the mortuary, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you know, I do, but somebody, you know, somebody desperate por- times. You know, I mean, there are a lot of concealed carry. I mean, look at that situation that happened a couple weeks back about that guy that went in that tart church in Texas and killed two guys, but then, yes. then like, you know, uh, six uh, seconds. Yeah, and and, and but yeah, but one of the guys who was head of the security for the uh, the 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 church shot him. One shot killed him. And now, yep. you know, and once again, I can't believe this came out to be negative. There were six different guys in the in the church that day that had their guns on them, and all six of them, I, besides the guy that actually shot him, all six of them pulled their guns. And I'm going like. Okay, maybe this will send a message to, you know, these crazy nuts that go in and, you know, try to blow away people in churches and things like that. Like, don't try it, because guess what? Because they, they changed that law in Texas. That was part of the deal. It's it's It was illegal to have a, a concealed carry firearm in churches in Texas, and they changed that. And now you can do that. And that's the result, you know. I mean, you know, it's just bizarre. I mean, you know, think about it. You know, it's just like the stuff that came out about this Saudi guy uh, that, uh, you know, unfortunately killed the um, the uh, Navy pilots down there at Pensacola, uh, you know, Pensacola Naval Air Station. I mean, the guy's just a crazy nut, you know? I mean, you know, and, and they, they just expelled a bunch of the other Saudi officers. So anyway, we won't talk about that. Okay, let's not talk about that. We'll play some more music. It's 716. Westplex 107.1, Love, I Like You Better, 723. Good morning. It's BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad, right? That's as close as we're going to get today. I have had some business to do in the past couple weeks in downtown Clayton. And there's a parking lot, which, by the way, used to be a bank, and they knocked the bank down to build a parking lot. It's not always nice when they knock down a perfectly good building and they build a parking lot. But anyway, uh, it's right across the street from the, uh, uh, let me think, it would be on Central, bounded by Central and Carondelet. And it's a big surface lot with meters, okay? And in the past three weeks, I have maybe been there four times. And each of the time, each of the times, a lady comes and asks me for money. And it's the same lady. And I think she just works the parking lot all day long. That's a new... Is she a meter maid? No, 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 no. And she's dressed... She's dressed sort of weird. I mean, like yesterday she had on... She's like a homeless person. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I mean, she's she's got... She's very well made up. She's Her makeup is like, shall we say, a little too much. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, I, I I do that. Okay, and um, she has yesterday. She had on a bright pink, long dress or some kind of like almost like a gown. You know, went down to the almost to the ground, 
and she wears and she's got a backpack that's like a kid's backpack with like you know like animals and things like that on it okay and what's interesting is this has happened to me twice when she's done this where I pull into a parking space and I'm getting ready to uh, because I have to go into the the county government center and I have to um, how how do I put this I have to um, metal detector proof myself, you know what I mean? Which means I got to, I, I pull up. You have to clean out your pockets. Right. Basically. I clean all the stuff, take all the change out of my pockets, take my belt off, you know, take everything out of my pockets that would be, you know, go through the metal detector. So, you know, so I go through, I sort of streamline it so that I go through all I have is like my phone and my little wallet and I, you know, put all my stuff in a little bin. And so I'm sitting this, you know, like the four times this happened to me twice, I'm sitting in my car doing this and she comes and like, not knocks, but wraps on the window like whack 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 you know and first time I was like, whoa what the hell was that and normally it's right at the the driver's side and the first time it did that it was like it's like whoa you know you know like what the hell's that because i'm looking down and you know taking things in my pocket putting it on the seat next to me and stuff like that and i roll down the window and she says do you have any money you can give me i go no i don't and she says okay walks away so yesterday, I, I back into a parking space, because I normally back into parking spaces, and I wasn't even backed into the space, and I thought I hit something, because whack on the, the passenger side, and it's her standing next to my car, you know, whacking on my passenger's window. And I look over, and and she looks at me like, you know, like, like she sort of puts her hands up like, you know, like, hey, what do you got for me? And I shook my head, nothing, and she walks away. And as I went into the building, and came out. She's sitting. There's a bench right on the corner of Carondelet and Central. I guess that would be Central, Central and Carondelet. That started at a 45 degree angle. It's right across from the jail. And she's sitting there, and she's watching cars come into the parking lot. And as cars come into the parking lot, she gets up and she goes over and knocks on their windows. I'm going like, what if you can make a living at this? You know, what am I doing? You well, know, evidently you can. <laughs> well. Just be curious to find out what kind of, you know, and the crazy thing about this is, you know, I have to tell you, Shelly, I keep talking about this. One of these days, I'm going to do it or I'm going to make up my little sign and I'm going to pull, you know, I'm going to get on the exit ramp somewhere and I'm going to just go, hey, you know what? I'm just going to make some money today. And, you know, I'm going to, hey, you know, I'm a homeless radio guy. Can you help me out and see what I get? You know, you are an investigative journalist. (laughs) But, But you went down to Ferguson. You, you earned your props. Oh, well, but but still, I mean, don't you think that that I know maybe the police? You know, I mean, it's just like going back to my days when I was. You would, a, you would think. I mean, on Lake St. Louis Boulevard, on seventy and Lake St. Louis Boulevard, there's a couple that sits there, and sometimes they have their dog. I know. I mean, so well, there's all there's a place on you know out in uh, Franklin County. There's a spot there, forty four. If you're going east on forty four and you get off at the Highway 100 exit right there in Gray Summit, there's a guy who's always there. Uh, there used to be before they changed the ramps around on eastbound seventy on the on the Fifth Street right there in St. Charles. There used to be a, a yep. lady and her kid who was always there you know and and to the point where it's like okay i want you know and to the point where where i i, I told the stupid story before you know about the when dr phil had this on one of his shows and i saw this one day and they took one of their producers and stuck him on a corner in las vegas and then you know and then they had like another guy down the corner you know uh who actually would would interview people and the deal was if you went to the first guy and you gave him money or didn't give him money, then you walk down the street and then the producer, you know, there were two producers. One who was actually acting like, you know, hey, you know, he's, he's trying to, he's, he's asking people for money. And then the second producer, uh, 
would, uh, you know, uh, bring people and say, hey, you know, we, we, that guy up the street that was asking for money, he's one of our staff members, and you gave him 50 bucks. Why did you do that? Or you didn't give him any money, and they'd interview him the whole bit. And after the segment went over, you know, Dr. Phil comes on and he says, well, I want you to know that, well, you know, that our producer, Jim, you know, Money Grubber, whatever his name was, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that he did this for three hours and made $357, and we gave that money to the charity. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell am I doing working? I can go to Las Vegas, you know, work the corner and make a hundred bucks an hour. You know what I mean? Cash, yeah. no taxes, you know? And in Vegas, you know? I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine, can you imagine if you worked... It, let's say you could do that. Let's say you could make $100 an hour and you worked three hours a day. And, you know, I mean, what a life. And with no pressure. Yeah, and no taxes, no nothing. You know, don't yeah. have to file any forms. Don't have to, you know, to, you know, report to the IRS or, you know, don't have to do your taxes at the end of the year like right now. You don't have to worry about W-2s and all that kind of stuff. You're living a life, you know. So is this the, when you spoke earlier in the show, is this the woman that you wanted to know her background? Well, I just think it's sort of interesting. I mean, I, I want to know, you know, I'm fascinated by, by what motivates people. She sounds like she's the queen of the silver dollar. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, well, I would say probably mid the, mid the late 20s, you know. Um, I, you know, I'm thinking, I, you know. And, and you know what, like I said, I was going talking about this before. When I used to work for the police department, I bet you if you go into Clayton, and you ask one of the cops, they know exactly who she is. They know exactly where she lives. They know everything about her because they've had all sorts of interactions with her. And yet, you know, she just keeps coming back. And like I said, I don't know if it's illegal or not. I don't know. Maybe it is in Clayton. I don't know. It's illegal everywhere, Brad. No, I don't know if it is. Absolutely. No. Remember, they, 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 I think they, they, they proved That's it. That's solicitation. You can't do that. Yeah, but I think solicitation, no, like an O'Fallon, solicitation is illegal. I think they changed that. I think they changed that. I mean, I think there was a Supreme Court ruling so. in Missouri that states you can do it. I don't think so. Yeah, well, I call BS on that. Wow. Shelly calls BS. I do. 731. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the morning. It is uh, B minus S because she's on strike because, well, actually, she's not on strike. She just decided that, uh, well, no, Shelly, you there? Shelly, you you back again? Okay, here, hold. Yeah, go ahead. Draw back two and punt. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. You say the most interesting things. I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. Really? Really? (laughs) They don't have dog catchers in the government. Wow, Shelly, you are just a font of information this morning. It's good talking to you. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Oh, you're back. You were on strike for a minute. You said, I'm not going in the air with you. She says that off the air, right? But That's because he, whatever, he's frustrating. <laughs> anyway, oh, guess what? There's a ice carving competition. It's a uh, campaign kickoff. Right. But it's an ice carving competition down on down in uh, historic downtown St. Charles. Competition or kickoff for who? Uh, Scott, um, Tom Hannigan. Oh, so why why is he kickoff? What is he doing? Is he playing football now? He's getting reelected. Oh. But anyway, what I'm going to say is this was actually kind of interesting that they're having this ice carving competition and it's on January 25th. And you get to vote. It's people's choice. In the morning is a team competition, and in the afternoon is an individual carver. How fun is that? Interesting. Uh, I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, 
briefly, let's talk about, I, we sort of alluded this in our first break this morning, about the situation with baseball. And remember, you and I talked about this last year. And there was a lot of controversy about this. And essentially... It happened in 2017, though. Yes, yes. And it involved the Houston Astros. And as the story goes, now they've pretty much confirmed uh, everything about what everybody thought was going on, which actually going on. Uh, and it took them two years to do that? Well, things move slowly. Three now. Uh, they put a camera. This is the Houston Astros. They put a camera in center field. This was not for TV, but was their own use. It's essentially a CCTV, a closed circuit television camera, you know, like a security what camera. What is that again? A CCTV? Closed circuit television. That's what they, that's used to be called, CCTV. They don't call it that too much anymore. It's now security cameras. Anyway, they put this camera in the center field and it zoomed in on home plate specifically to look at the catcher of the opposing team. And when he would flash the signs, they would figure out what his signs were. You know, like they, you know, if you've seen, they, they put a couple fingers down, fastball, three fingers down, curveball, whatever the deal is. Okay. Well, I personally would be upset about that because they were pointing it at my groin. <laughs> Thanks for being right on topic, Shelly. <laughs> what? You're not a catcher in the major leagues, but I guess if you were a woman, that would not be a good situation to have a camera pointed at your groinal area. Okay, so anyway, they had a TV monitor just outside the dugout, and somebody, they would, first off, they would figure out the signs. Usually it wouldn't take them too long to figure out, you know, what two fingers meant a fastball, whatever. And then they had a trash can that they would beat on. And depending upon what pitch it was, I think, you know, I can't remember how it was if they had more, if it was a, you know, like a fastball, they wouldn't hit the trash can. And if it was like a, a you know, a off-speed pitch or something like that, I can't remember the whole deal is. So anyway, there were all sorts of videos last year that showed up of this going on, of, you know, right before the pitch, you heard boom. Like, you know, somebody whacking on a trash can. Well, it turned out that's exactly what they were doing. They were stealing the signs, and by hitting the trash can a number of times or no times at all, that would tip off their batter, who was in the batter's box, as to what pitch he was going to get. Now, they won the World Series this year, that year, and now they got nailed. Uh, they got the heaviest fine ever in Major League Baseball, $5 million fine. Uh, the two guys, the two head guys, uh, the manager and the general manager, were sanctioned by uh, Major League Baseball. They can't, you know, be, uh, you know, what they were for a year. And the owner of the Houston um, Astros fixed that because he fired them both. And there's a third guy that was involved with this, who was also a coach at the time of Houston, who's now, I believe, um, the coach for um, the Boston Red Sox, I believe, something like that. And they're saying that that will probably come out today, that he will also be fined and could very well be kicked out of baseball for a year. And it could be if they say this is the ultimate and, you know, if they decide this is the ultimate violation, they could be like Pete Rose, where he could be kicked out of baseball permanently and never allowed to be involved with baseball again. What wow. do you think? That's deep. Well, but one of these guys, this I'm I think his name is serious. I wasn't being sufficient. I was being serious. One of these guys, his name is Jeff Luna, used to be with the Cardinals. 
And if you remember, there was all sorts of shenanigans going on between the Cardinals and Houston, where there's a guy who worked for the Cardinals who um, stole a bunch of stuff for the Cardinals and then ended up working for Houston. And uh, I think he's still in jail because they, they, they got him on some kind of, you know, data, you know, theft charges, you know, where you can't necessarily hack into somebody's computer and steal their data. That's illegal. And I'm thinking to myself, man, Major League Baseball, you know, couple of black eyes, you know, and the situation is now there's there's rumors that since this happened during the year that the uh, Houston Astros won the World Series, that they would take the pennant away from them. They essentially, really? would, they essentially would say, well, that's what people are talking about. Now, whether well, or not it actually they, happens. Why did it take two years or three three years to find out? I, you know, I, and, and the crazy thing about it is... I mean, do they think they're the you, government? Do you remember us talking about this on the air? It was like three or four months ago. And to the I po- understand that. I mean, but, but the crazy thing about it is if you and I are talking about it, Everybody in the sports world knows about it. You know what I mean? Because you know, yeah, neither yeah, you or true. I are sports fans. Because we are sports fanatics. Well, no, we're not. <laughs> but the idea being is that it was so blatant what was going on. You know, and, and if and there were there were all sorts of matter of fact, I can go right now, I bet you any money. If I pick up my phone and I go into YouTube and I just and I just hit okay, I'm just gonna go and I'm just gonna type in uh on you know, if my phone's gonna work, I'm gonna go uh Astros uh Astros pitch pitchers cheating okay here it is uh, uh caught cheating 100% proof video there's all there's tons of them you know Astros using cameras to steal signs breakdown Astros have a dark secret are Houston Astros pitching illegally doctoring baseballs Astros facing cheating allegations Astros were caught cheating there's 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 video after video after video of this 25 minutes of the Astros illegally stealing signs 2017 this is 25 minutes of of nothing but them doing I'm going like okay so your question is a great question how come nothing happened it's it's you know this is that's 2017 we're in the you're in the year 20 20 we're you know we're what three seasons away from that now yeah that's a that's from that is so last decade ago (laughs) last decade ago well anyway sort of interesting so you know um and and you know it's it's one of those things where who was it there's a famous quote by one of the baseball players i don't think it was yogi bear and the quote is if you ain't cheating you're not trying i can't believe that he said that somebody did here, let me, let me, here, here, hold on a minute. Because cheaters never prosper, and I can't see I don't know Yogi about that. <laughs> saying something like no, that. No, I don't say it was him. I couldn't remember. Here, let me, let me see. I'll just put, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Okay, let's see what happens if I get at that. Uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero quotes, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And that's Eddie Guerrero, who was... Thank uh, you. Eh. Who was a cheater, obviously. I guess. If you're not <laughs> cheating, you're not trying. Tips, techniques, to Amazon.com. Part one, if you're not cheating. If you're not cheating, you're trying That's his life for. mantra? Yeah. I guess. You know, who knows? I mean, you know. Yeah, but cool. I can't see Yogi saying that. <laughs> Yeah, because it makes sense. He's apple pie and <laughs> the, Chevrolet. No, the stuff that Yogi said didn't make any sense. That's why he wouldn't say it. Okay, it's 748. The Orange Theory Transformation Challenge changes you from the inside out. To join the eight-week weight loss challenge, visit the Lake St. Louis studio on Ronald Reagan Drive anytime from December 30th through January 17th. Well, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. We're getting out early this morning. Can you believe that?
I don't even know what to think about what that. The heck it's usually ha- relate. <laughs> what the heck happened? Uh, we talked about all sorts of. You know, we didn't talk about this morning. Let's talk about what? that tomorrow. The Kim Gardner thing. Do you know she filed this huge lawsuit against the city of St. Louis and the police department, the police union, and the mayor, and and for, and for what racial discrimination. I, I kind of figured that. Kim Gardner is the uh, the prosecuting attorney, and she's been involved. She was involved uh, heavily with the Eric Greitens, uh, you know, case, which ultimately he resigned over, and a lot a lot of weird stuff going on in her office, um, you know. And isn't she announced that she? Somebody just announced that they ran that they're running for mayor. No, it's not her. It's not her. I don't. I don't think at this point. I don't think Kim Gardner could be elected mayor. I don't think she could be elected dog catcher at this point because, you know, <laughs> there's I no mean, dog catchers in the government. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on a minute. Whoa. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard. They don't have dog catchers in the government. <laughs> okay. See? <laughs> is it live or is it Memorex? Remember those days? <laughs> Any, I do. I anyway. do. I love that. <laughs> Anyway, um, we'll talk about that tomorrow. And, you know, and the goofy thing about it is she's not paying for the attorneys. It's some organization that's of, of somebody, some, it's some out of Dallas, Texas, and it's funded by some lady who claims that police kill black people or something. I, I don't know. The whole thing's just gotten That's probably so- the, the coalition that came up, bust their people up here to... Uh, increase the Ferguson riots. Well, the whole thing, it's to the point where why don't people, you know, and here we go again. Here's another perfect example. Why is the St. Louis area, at least the city of St. Louis, not attractive to people who want to move here and do business? Because of crazy weird stuff like this. You know what I mean? Which isn't even, doesn't even represent our city. I get it, but you know it's to the point where it's just you hear about the you know and there's a there's a guy in San Francisco who's the new um, you know the new uh, whatever you know whatever they call it, prosecuting attorney district attorney PADA whatever you want to call him and and you know we had the story this morning about the guy in New York who since they've changed the the rules on bail he goes and robs a bank they arrest him they process him they release him he goes and robs another bank they arrest him they process him they release him he goes and robs another bank I mean you know. I mean, it's if it weren't so so tragic, it really would be funny because yeah. at least he's being nonviolent. But still, I mean, you know, if you work at the bank, the last thing you want is somebody coming in and slipping you a note. Give me all your money. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I mean, that's got to have a traumatic effect on the employees at the bank. Don't you? Oh, think? my goodness. PTSD all the way. Oh, I'm telling you. But you know what? It's eight o'clock. <laughs> Do you know where Shelly is? Oh, oh. <laughs> no. More, it's more, 10 o'clock. Do more you know appropriately, do you know, do you care where Shelly <laughs> is? Thank you, and here's my address. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, it's time for you to go ahead and do it. Go ahead. You ready? You going to do it? And, <laughs> and now the most important man in St. Charles County steps up to the microphone and says... <laughs>